Hello everybody, selamat datang dan Assalamualaikum Welcome to Metal Percah Podcast episode 11 Yes, um, yes Today, yeah, this is me again, Muzakir Zaina, Metal Percah The Malaysian Comedy Podcast featuring Malaysian comedians And uh, and uh, again, my perennial co-host, Anwar Hadi Perennial co-host? Eh, I got an upgrade <laughs> Well, perennial just means you're always around. Yeah, I'm I'm around. Usually, when nobody else is, I'm the exactly. I'm the guy. Yeah. <laughs> you're the guy who holds things down, man. Yeah, when other yeah. people are a bit uh, too busy to, to. When other people when other people don't care enough. <laughs> that's when you're there. I care. Very, I'm I'm the yeah. kawan time susah. Yeah. Which is which is which is uh, what's the saying? A friend in need is a friend indeed. Yes. Uh, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I thought. I I understood that phrase way too late. Like I heard it early on as a child, and uh-huh. I didn't understand it because the way I, I okay. So a friend in need is a friend indeed. So in my head goes, wait a minute. So I'm only. Am I only supposed to be friends with people who are in need? Is that what that means? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, you know I, what I mean. Like, if if a friend is happy, I'm not supposed to be friends with them anymore. Is that what that? True. Much um, if you don't really need me, I'm not being a friend right now, right? Yeah, but then you don't really need friends all the time. Sometimes you just want to be alone and you want to read a book by yourself, or you just want to be, you know, want to be in the toilet. Yep. You don't really need friends at that point. So some chum, yeah, some people do, but you know that's personal preference, lah. I'm not going to reveal anything about anyone but let's just say really? some people. Yeah. No, I'm just uh the fucking around. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I thought you going to I thought we were going to learn something about yourself today, man. <laughs> that's and not I, that's something I'll never admit to. Yeah. No, well, but but I'm I'm very I'm a very private person when it comes to those kinds of things. I can't. You're very private when it comes to the toilet things. Wow, that's news. Yeah. I've not. Yeah, I've not. I mean, I'm. I'm an. Here. I'm an outlier lah in that sense, macam. Wow. Yeah, I, I go against the current. I try to shy away from people when I'm doing my business. Um, speaking of uh, not being shy with your toilet business, do you, you know this uh, macam when you go to certain public uh, uh, toilets, the urinals are like this long like trough style. You know, there's it's not for the indiv- individual urinals. No, oh, the the one, urinals, macam dekat sekolah tu, macam besi tu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. One long one. Yeah, I've yeah. I've never gone to use any the. It looks so macam what's happening? <laughs> it's a, like a communal situation macam okay wait is this my I know it's pee I don't want you know it's it's not mine anymore I don't want the pee but knowing that it's mixing up with other people's pee I feel like some violation is happening. <laughs> You know it's going to mix uh anyway, you know, when it gets to the sewer. That's not what I want to think about. That's the thing. <laughs> like I feel like I'm here, I'm expelling something, some natural fluids. I'm done. But then if I see it and then somebody guys interesting happenings here and then um yeah, it's like mm, So yeah, it's so you've never gone, you know, number 2 in one of those things. Never when there's somebody else. Also, I feel like whenever, even when I have to, it's like super emergency purposes. I would just go to the corner one so that it just goes directly to the drain. Yeah, yeah. Having to travel. Yeah. And like you know, going to the middle one. I mean, going straight to the middle. That is psychopathic to me. Which I'm who does that? 
guy like go to the middle of the trough. You mean no? You know you don't mean the individual, right? You no, no, the, no. Long one, the, right? the long one, the trough one. If you go yeah. straight for the middle, macam where were you raised, and how are you <laughs> on earth right now? Well, I I don't wanna you know. If you if that's your thing, listen, dear listener, to piss yeah. in the middle of the I mean, urinal, you, you, do do you, you do what you do. You do you, but you know, right. I just have some questions. That's all. Yeah. What is it about it like, that bothers I, you? I guess I guess that's it's it's just an insane amount of self confidence. Is it? Is that self confidence? Is that it? What what, what is it? Is was uh, in what? I mean, being able to go straight to the middle. Of the trough. I mean, Ooh. some people would oh, want. Wait, I because, mean, because we go. Not, we go. I mean, I. I very very rarely go to. I mean, very very desperate situations only do I even consider going to those trough thingies to go pee pee. Uh, but even if I do, if it, I I would go for the corners so that I can, you know, have a little safe space for myself, create a, a small. Fake safe space for myself, right? right? Because because one one of the walls are like protecting you. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're in the middle, you are like from the from the left and the right side. Anybody can just jump in. Yeah, and you know. I mean like, the hey, the walls up? the walls have ears, but they don't have eyes, so that's comforting. Nobody's the walls not really looking at you. They just, it's just listening to your business, right. and that's all right. I mean, we do a podcast. We depend on people listening. Yep. And, and 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 them not seeing and not what, seeing what we're, how we're talking because it would be you know very uh, uh, yep. it's disconcerting <laughs> to say the least yeah because yeah we record this in the middle of the night guys yeah we, we are again we are like over the internet we thing. are we are alone in our individual safe spaces so use your imaginations. What? Yeah, or don't. Or don't. Know, or use, don't. Use your imaginations positively. You can imagine me wearing a smoking jacket, uh, with the, in front of a roaring fireplace over in I don't know somewhere, chill like I don't know Alaska. Yeah, and, and, and me I'm, just I'm just in a tuxedo, in yep. Malaysia, which, yeah. which which makes perfect sense because it's not warm at all. In the uh, cold office type areas. Yeah. It, <clears throat> you have always worked the school buildings, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember going to the Billy Guru as much because I really, I as a, as a kid, I just as a student, macam the teachers are some other being that I try my best not to talk to. I understand. Like, that. I know, yeah, I know other students who are very confident. They would go to Billy Guru a lot. They have good rapport with the with the teachers. And they, I assume, have access to the Billy Guru toilets sometimes or what? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. So for me, I, 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 I'm not aware of the Billy Guru situation. But my, my question is this. Do they have air conditioning in the Billy Guru? There are air conditioners. In, in my Billy Guru in particular, there are air conditioners. But they're broken. Yep. They're never turned on. <laughs> right. Uh, and everyone has an individual like a table fan. Uh, oh, okay. So every table got table fan. Be- right. Because so you are as yeah. Because don't the, the basically the air conditioners up there they're just for show only. They've never been turned on ever in my two and a half years there. It's just. They're just there for decoration, which are not even great decoration. I mean, they're bland, they're old, 
Well, okay. Well, yeah. I ask this because I know for my other friends with offices, with office building their workplaces, they're all always well. In my experience, lah, in friends in the circle of friends I keep, they they always keep this building so freezing cold, and and just to justify the other people who are wearing the suits and the dress <laughs> dress, dress shirts. So, Yeah. Well, like, why do you have to wear a suit and jacket and stuff? Well, because you know it's professional and also it's cold in the office. Did you know you you buy the air conditioning thing? We could just turn them off. Yeah, yeah, you can turn them down. You know, to a more much more room temperature. But you know, more often than not, they're uh, set straight to sixteen degrees Celsius. Yeah, and and so that everybody can just wear a suit and be and look cool. But you look cool. <laughs> But you look cool in the in the uh, you know in the atmospheric style sense, not really in the temperature sense. Because then when you go on when you want to go to lunch, you go outside anyway, where the sun is, and mm. then you know it's Malaysian sun. Malaysia, of course, you only have four seasons in Malaysia. There's hot, uh, there's haze, uh, election, and durian. It's four seasons. So mm. there's no in none of these seasons does it make sense to really wear a full suit, unless you're in the freezing cold. Office building situation, which I don't really agree for. I hear if you work at DG, I hear lah. I might be wrong on this. That some of the buildings are they just they just do the school style ceiling fans and everybody just wear casual. That's good, right? Yeah, I'm 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 a bigger fan of working at home. If I can find a way of working at home, that would be great for me. But I think everybody wants that. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but you yeah. know, I can't have my students come into my house that. That's a borderline criminal. Well, that's a that's a tuition thing, isn't it? Uh, situation? Did you say? No, no, no. It's a it's a tuition class thing. Oh, tuition. tuition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I can't. I can't do that. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I don't. I don't have the chops for that. Right. Okay, that makes sense. I suppose. Mm. Um. How was your week, yeah, Mozet? I um uh I I really should start writing notes. I did start writing <laughs> notes, but the notes are, but the notes are on my phone, and I'm using the phone to talk. Ah, so, uh, so that's a step up. I wrote notes, but but, but not not exactly <laughs> but, accessible at the current. But they are inaccessible moment. when I need them. Yeah. So you know, baby steps. Okay, let's let's recount what happened in the week. I um oh we recorded the ni we recorded the final episode, the season finale. Of uh, Hari Iskandar's show, obviously Hari Iskandar. Obviously Hari Iskandar, yeah. How was that? Yeah, <clears throat> the season finale is is um, uh, it's quite fun. It, it has already aired. Uh, you want to check it out? Obviously Harith. Dot. No, obviously, yeah, obviously, obviously Harith. Dot com. Check it out online. You can watch now. You can watch the entire first season, including web exclusive, all online for free. And the latest episode, uh, we ended it with a really a good chunk just on dick jokes. It's great. Uh, serious? So on national television, yeah, yeah. dick jokes on national television. Yep. How, how did and you guys also, get away with that? We <laughs> because we got in a legit urologist Ooh. to get on stage. Yeah, so that is all medic. Medi- so that is all medical and all clinical. Ah. A, yeah, so that so that there's no like we're not talking about any innuendo. Like one of the first sentences that he says that 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 I think uh, a lot uh, a lot of people go wow is well the Malaysian people need to learn how to masturbate properly. Mm. And yep, 
and it's all it's all out there as if you saw it on Astro or if you will see it in the Ulangan uh, later on whenever it comes on yeah you will see that I don't know if that's a first for national television but it's definitely first for me to be able to write a dick joke <laughs> for and national to television yeah to, uh, to close the season with a whole chunk just about just how it pointing to his dick and thrusting is gonna be great if you haven't seen it <laughs> and if you've seen it you know how good it is uh, <laughs> I'll catch it I'll catch it then I'll, I'll try to catch it I'll try yeah, to f- catch it online I'll try to find myself uh, some Wi-Fi and uh, have some watches yeah so then we, we did that and um, I've not told you have I how many Harith stories have I shared with you not many podcast. not many really yeah yeah okay let's do let's do one here <laughs> it's gonna be fun yeah go um Right, so uh, this has happened uh, twice now, so I assume this is just something he likes to do. Lah. Nothing against him for doing this. I, I, it sounds like I'm about to lead into something salacious, not really. It's just, it's just, a, it's just a peculiarity to me, you know, maybe, maybe for, for, for anybody else. It just makes sense for you to do. Mm. But to me... Does he okay, go so, to so straight he, to the middle of the trough? Is that the thing that he does? That's, I'm, I'm not privy to that information. <laughs> I've signed... I've signed a non-disclosure agreement. Non- I'm not allowed to say it. <laughs> That's an NDA uh, right there. Just yeah, for that piece of information. As yes, a whole yeah, NDA. <laughs> it's like, excuse me, before you write anything for the show, <laughs> can you just sign this and not disclose? But I'm like, what? I mean, oh wow, is this serious? Are you just, why man? You're doing anything weird? Please, most don't make jokes. I've not paid for you. I'm not paying you for that joke. So, <laughs> so yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> so here's, here's what happened. We recorded, um, if I'm not wrong, the third episode of the show, uh, or maybe it might have been the fourth or fifth, might have been the seventh, I don't know, it was the first half, uh, the first uh, half, uh, it's either episode one, or, no, 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 it's either episode three or seven, I'm not sure which one, but it's the one with Rafi Daziz. Um, so we recorded that one, and then at the end of the recording, Harith goes, hey guys, uh, that was really good. Um, you wanna uh, uh, come to my place tonight so we can catch it live and do like a viewing party? I'm like, oh, okay, cool. That 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 sounds fun. I said to him, oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, I'll see you tonight. And then after, immediately afterwards, I'm like, wait, I'm here at the recording. I saw the whole thing already. Mm. So um, I saw it and I saw how people reacted to it. So um, uh, it's a bit a bit pointless because I also not not only do I am I did I watch the recording, I also went to the editing room. Oh. And, and, and watch the edit. I usually, if I have time, I would sit in the editing uh, room and edit Skalila together. Oh. Um, I, did, I did that as well for that episode. Oh. So I saw the whole thing twice. All right. right. This one hour show, I saw the whole thing twice. Now, I did, in addition to that, I wrote like, we all as writers wrote like 40% of the jokey bits in the episode. Mm. So we have gone through the process of, of, of experiencing this three times over at least. Yeah. Right? In the conception, in the recording, and in, in post. And now Harith is say, saying, Yo, you want to catch it on TV tonight? Uh, the thing? I'm like, oh, okay, I'll just join in. But then, uh, but after saying yes, I'm like, This is this, this is just going to be lame, isn't it? I'm just going to watch the thing that... Well, whatever lah, I'm just going to go there. But then I thought, if I go there, because Harith invite kind of... If Harith invites you to your house and you say no, I mean... And you, and you are an aspiring comedian. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know what I mean? So, okay, I'm going to go. But also I thought, Harith is just going to bring his... He's probably going to bring his friends. And so we can see how the edit uh, uh, looks like to other people. 
right? Whenever you write a, a, a thing, there's always certain stages, can first your best friends and your your best critics tell you what it's like, and then you give it up to the world, and the world tells you how it's like, right? Mm-hmm. So so in the in the in, in in writing this one, we wrote it so the writers know how funny it is, and then we perform it. The live audience knows how funny it is, uh-huh. and then when we edit when we edit it, there's another form because we want to know how the edit looks like to people at home. Yeah. Right. Right, so that's the third one. That's something that I can learn from. So I'm okay. I can I can see how how the edit looks like for the people watching uh, on on TV. Mm. And when I go to her, to Harris' place, I'm sure he will invite uh, his other friends who are not involved in the show to watch. Then I will gain some insight into what they think. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So I go to his place, and there was there was food, there was, uh, there was food and drink, and his kids were there, the, uh, uh, and then he's like, oh, come, 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 come. We're, we're almost going to watch the show. And uh, I'm like, oh, is anybody else coming? Um, no, I think this is it. And I'm looking around, and it's all the crew and the writers who were already there doing the production team anyway. No. Like, we were, <laughs> we were the, the same team who already, already was working hard on the thing, and we are all in the space watching the same thing. I'm like, this is kind of funny. Yeah. You know, like what? There's nothing to learn here. But okay, lah, I'm just gonna sit and eat some free sushi. Yeah, it's and it, it's just basically a a a, a makan makan, lah. Yeah, yeah, which is which I'm fine with. But it is done in a TV room, and the TV is like okay, it's big, and everybody's paying attention to it. So okay, lah, okay, we're all we're all watching it. Mm. And then, <laughs> and then, okay, so we're all laughing at our own jokes. Now it's like three, like laughing at the same joke three times over. I'm already bored, by, bored by this, <laughs> but. You know the other people are like ah yeah that's good man that's good yeah, yeah. who come up with who come up with that who come up with that yeah, yeah. And then uh, yeah the the base so we were just uh, talking getting get to know getting to know the crew or whatever um, who are very good they're they're very uh, good people give shout out to uh, Kenny Aditya uh, Dino and uh, everybody else who's no way in hell they're listening to this but yeah they're really good uh, uh, what they do. Kevin, Kevin J, one of the other writers, and Sulaiman, of course, uh, who you would have known his name by now. <laughs> um, so, so we just get to know each other, talking, 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 because the show is done, right? So, so the TV is now uh, not yet off, mm-hmm. but it's loading something, something else. We're just talking to each other now, and it's loading some other thing, and uh, and it boots up. Was, was this an online TV or or just celestial no, no, no. TV? No, no, they're watching. They're watch, They're watching Astro. Okay. Because right? the show's on Astro. So they're watching Astro. And then they show the base, right? So now it's 10 to Everybody's still makan makan berbora, taking yeah. pictures. Oh. Yeah. And, and then as we were talking, I, I noticed that the TV is being, something else is being booted up. And it's a, it's, a, it's a DVD of something. And Harry's like, You guys want to watch, watch, watch something else? Like, yeah, okay. Uh, um, we're, we're down. We're here. Everybody's chilling. If it's something good, why not? Mm-hmm. And he, and it and he, he, he plays Anna in the King. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so he opens up Anna in the King. That, that's that's a punchline right there. So the episode Anna and the King. If you don't know, Anna and the King is the movie with oh, what's the lady's name? Julianne Moore, is it? I, I don't know the cast. I know that uh, Harith Iskandar was in. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's all. Anyway, so, so, 
but Harit plays a bit character. It's important for you guys to know. Harit plays like a side character who like collectively has I know 15 minutes of screen time at best, mm. and and he's he's what he's playing it. I mean he's he's good at it as he will tell you because when he is playing the thing. And and he doesn't. We, we don't watch through the opening credits or the theme song because he fast forwards it and goes, "Yeah, that's me. That's me right there." And then we're all we're all hanging out. Did he do this it. as a joke? <laughs> no, it's so it so, it sounds like a joke. It sounds like he it did does. this as a <laughs> joke. <laughs> I know. Me and Suleiman are just like, "Wow, this is great!" Because because. He didn't really like fast forward to everything like he's just whenever he'll fast forward to the legitimate boring bits and show us uh, uh, like okay so this is me so he's saying okay that's me right okay now we're recording recording this one this one recorded in in Ipo mm-hmm. then you see when the, when the character goes through this room uh, see now that that's Bukit already in the Bukit we set up the thing and then you know we're recording um, I had to go to uh, blah 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 so he's explaining how the experience of recording the experience of Chao Yun Fat you know, being so graceful, gracious with his presence, whatever. So me and Suleiman are sitting there like, whoa. So um, I guess we're getting a live DVD commentary. Yeah, yeah, you're getting a, a, a DVD commentary from I know. from a supporting character. From <laughs> a supporting character who was our boss. Yeah, who was your such, boss, of course. Such a, yeah, we're like saying that, like, oh, this is great. Like, I mean, it's just, it's just kind of funny like, to, to, uh, to me, not, no... No, I'm not trying to knock uh, whatever he's doing at all. I'm sure like half of the crew were were actually the ones who wanted to watch it probably. Yeah. And yeah, and him him telling the story puts about people were asking Juga how it was it like working. So he shares the story lah, mm. uh, because there's a lot of people there, and I don't know who 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 made the decision to do what. But from my perspective, <laughs> you know what I mean. He's just yeah. doing this, and then suddenly, suddenly Bukana and the king. I can. Oh my god. I can understand that. That that's that's like weird. That's like me and you hanging out, and then I suddenly open my own video. Hey, come on, come, yeah, come watch this. Want to watch something good? Let's <laughs> let's get on YouTube. It's just you. And <laughs> but I mean, I mean, I I I also understand that on some level, my chum. Like you know the stories people tell of how you, you go to Kanye West's house, Kanye West invited you into his house, and and Kanye would play, turn on the 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 sound system, and it'll be his songs playing, and Kanye would just nod his head like, oh yeah, just really feeling it. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and, I I I've, I've heard him say that he sings along to all of his songs every time they come on the radio. Yeah, that's like that's. I feel like that's a positive thing. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, like, yeah. Body positive. It's it's, yeah, it's it's affirmation. Like yes, I did this. Yeah, yes, yeah, it's yeah. good. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Why not enjoy 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 your your work? You should be able to you know take some time and just enjoy your your, sure. your shit. I guess. So, I guess. I, yeah. I I don't quite understand that. I mean, I guess I'm not there yet. <laughs> in ter- like, in terms do- of being comfortable with myself. Yeah, that I think that's that's part of it. Like you need to be super comfy with who you are. Yeah, before, before and 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 your write. and your own work too. Being being all mm-hmm. right with your work, and it's not. Yep. Yeah, it's not like I'm ashamed of my work. It's just I don't know. I'm shy about it. Do you have that same yeah. feeling with my work? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I have. I have asked people to record what my performances of community uh, uh, and record my performances on set mm. uh, whenever I perform 
uh, when when I remember to because I want to see what works, what doesn't, and work on my jokes. Mm-hmm. But I do not I do not listen to them or watch them for entertainment. Oh. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, this just feels weird. And whenever I watch the old Metal Picture videos, because I want to put in like annotations or new new links, new description, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I watched videos. I'm like, oh, oh wow, this is funny. <laughs> but, uh, but 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 every time I go, I gelak like genuinely gelak. Wow, that's, that's hilarious. And then, oh, uh, I'm laughing at my own stuff. It's yeah, like bad. yeah. Such a yeah. It's always like that. I still need the yeah. I in that in in that way, I think I, this makes sense. But um, the 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 whole okay. This the whole stand up comedy thing. The reason why uh, I I I think in my opinion, people do stand up. Is because they want the, they 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 work better when they can get that 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 immediate criticism feedback of, mm. I say something that I say something that I wrote and conceived in my head, you immediately feedback with a laugh, or uh, or or nothing you know or, how good or, the laugh or, is or silence, yeah or yeah, silence yeah so so that yeah so that feedback is important and how to be a stand up comedian, but but. And sometimes his best works not not sometimes a lot of his best works are not stand up form. So when he wants the feedback, it's kind of difficult to get. You know what I mean? If you do a thing where it's a movie or it's a short film, uh-huh. you need to yeah you need to play it in in front of other people so that so baru you get the proper feedback. Yeah right? yeah yeah true true true. Yeah, this I mean is why turn- you you can't allow yourself uh, to to have your work exist in a vacuum and and sort of. That- be, uh, be mm-hmm. sort of be biased, I guess, about your own work. That, that, that's one thing, but uh, also you. There's also the the form of the feedback you get. Much um, you in the we can just write our jokes, put it out, and have other people review it with a with a comment or writing a letter. But that takes time to digest mm. and write something. Mm. Sometimes it's best for the immediate. Uh, Quick punch. What is it? What do you think of that punch? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Immediate live thing. That one is very difficult to get unless you need like you ask people to come to your house and watch Anna and the King. So, so you know what I mean? Like I remember, and the, the feeling is really I because I have a bit of that feeling um, um, before, and it's quite nothing like it, and I kind of miss it. But I don't. I also have no real intention to recreate this feeling, which is I made uh, one of the videos, one of the sketches on Mentor Pichao. Uh, the uh, ha- uh, I'm trying to remember. Uh, that was made for a short film uh, competition for UAE. Oh. So, yeah. <clears throat> so I made it, put it up, and it was aired the the auditorium tau. So it's the first time any of my works was aired in front of a large audience. Mm. And and when that happened, uh, I heard them laugh. At the jokes that I can never hear anybody laugh at, you know what I mean. When you make a sketch, you put it out. You have no idea when people laugh at what points. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Sometimes I just fill jokes everywhere. I used to put jokes in the description tags. Mm. In the in the I this is true. I still do this. I put jokes in the location tag, like <laughs> where nobody. I don't know anybody will find it. Like in the <laughs> video. Yeah, in the video for some videos, I put the location dekat Montenegro. Ah, okay. And like, just, just for giggles. Yeah, so yeah, because yeah. Because I, I worry, yeah, like, I need to put as many jokes as possible. So when they, it air in the big auditorium, I get the... People are laughing at the... Laughing hard at jokes that I thought uh, were 
chuckles. You know what I mean? Okay, oh, this joke. Okay. Yeah, this joke probably. <laughs> but then they they saw it and they're like, ha ah, ha, like, oh, it's so gratifying. Like everybody's laughing at the pro- yeah, correct yeah, points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that 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 feeling I get now with stand up. Ah. Yeah, which is more immediate. I don't have to record anything and get art. You know, get talent together, get a good. You know, non rainy day and get equipment, get editing done. Yeah. On YouTube, you know, have people complain about how long it takes for me to make one, <laughs> and then, yeah, and then maybe get an LOL. <laughs> you know, what I mean? you know what I mean. <laughs> maybe so, get an LOL. Yeah, it's a So <laughs> at least this is why I do more more stand up than I do uh, YouTube. Now, if you really want to know, like one of the major <laughs> reasons why I'm not doing sketch comedy, one is we covered in the previous. One of the previous episodes is it's cost incentive and blah blah blah, blah. and and tula the immediate feedback that day. So now I can do the whole immediate feedback thing and and it's 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 good and it helps me do better work. Mm. Uh, yeah, that that feeling something else though. Tarantino does that. If he, like he go, would pay for a ticket to his own movie, and sit at the back and 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 see how the audience reacts. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, right. That makes the mo- that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but I think I think it would be. Make better sense to sit at the front, and then you look back at their faces. I mean, if you look, if you sit at the back, you're seeing the backs of people's face, uh, backs of people's heads, and true. But you can, okay. Yeah, I mean, <coughs> you you get you get a reaction, but I think you get a better reaction. I mean, I mean, better view of the reaction when you sit in front. But I guess that's sort of much. I'm giving it away, much. I'm. Oh, yeah, holy shit, that's Tarantino more. Oh. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. so that that no, that can't. sort of makes sense. But somehow, okay, you don't want to do that. And hear people's reactions, look at people's faces. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think I would do that too. Can. Yeah. That, right, that, right, so so no, no, I was just going to say macam tapi you know bila aku nak buat movie-nya ho ho ho. What were you saying? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. You're like are you are you saying you're going to you're going to make a thing? Is it coming out soon? I d- I definitely want to, but uh, my, I don't know, man. I give I give excuses to myself. Uh and my main excuse now is that I don't have a story. I don't have a story to tell. And you know, people tell when oh, when I when I tell people that, they say, "Oh, come on. You you have a story to tell. Everybody has a story to tell." But <laughs> but you know, I I I, I know I don't what you mean is you don't have a good story to tell. Yeah, exactly. It's not a story a story that I need to tell people. I don't have that. Macam some people, macam Yasmin Ahmad, they sort of macam I want to tell this story. It needs to get out there. But I don't have that thing, you know. I don't. I don't have. I don't have something that I wanted to tell people. You know, this happened and this happened and this person and this person and this happened and this happened. Finally, that happened and that made me think about this. And I don't have that. I don't. I don't. I haven't. I guess I don't. Uh, my senses don't pick that up. And and I'm sort of in in a in a situation where I, I'm sort of just uh, waiting for a story to come. And I, I don't know if that's a healthy thing or not. Right. Hmm. How do you write fiction then? If you say you don't have stories to tell, you do write fiction. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, fiction. I write short stories mostly, mm-hmm. and yeah. 
and most of them have half truths in them. You know, some of them I I pick uh, from experiences from my own life. Some of them, not all, not all of them. Some of them are purely fictitious, uh, but most of those things they're they're an exercise. Can I say that it's an exercise in writing for me? It's just myself. Can I, can I write? Let's try writing something. Let's try let's try making something happen here. Let's try having it end like this. Let's try have this cat turn into a person. Let's have this cat eat a person. Let's have this cat die. Uh, <coughs> you don't think maybe maybe um, I say I say I say maybe knowing that there's probably a lot of it. This is. Maybe this is, I say maybe, but I'm sure this is more true than it isn't. When whenever Yasmin was doing her ads, that were not hundred percent her her conception, right? It's not her. <coughs> whenever she's contracted to do an eclan, it doesn't mean that she came up with it wholesale hundred percent, right? Yeah. Whenever she does a does ads, that's her form of exercise, doing little short short films mm-hmm. in order to gain gain the storytelling knowledge, the the you know the experience mm. to be able to make the full movies that she did. Yeah. So, uh, in your case, if you've written a lot of small things as exercises i would assume you would then be able to write a big one if you so choose don't you think so i would i don't know i think so too but when it comes to like writing a full-length novel or or even a a short movie short film i i sort of i uh, i get hung up on story i it's like i don't have a story which i'm i i read and I, I, for most of these books that I read, there's a story. And I guess this is why I like uh, Haruki Murakami and um, Jeffrey Archer a lot. Jeffrey Archer, Jeffrey Archer is uh, uh, a bit different. Uh, Jeffrey Archer, I think, because he Deobna's style of writing is very uh, formulaic. Can you say that? Macam, uh, macam, you know, you put this in, you put this in, and you put that in. That's a Jeffrey Archer story, and, and I like right. I, I like that about him because you know it, it sort of allows him to short, sort of make stories uh, from these uh, templates, and because of his uh, style and his vision and his uh, ability to see things that I can't. Um, it's it, it sort of allows me to enjoy it, make it interesting to me, even though you sort of know that there's a a a a, a formula going on here. Jeffrey Archer writes uh, short stories. He writes short stories. He writes novels. He writes a lot. Well, when you say the formula, right? That formula is is always applied to all of them, even the short stories. Um. Yeah, I mean, for most of his short stories, it's about having a twist, as I am, you know, establishing something, taking people for a ride, and then right at the second last page, he puts something in and breaks your neck, basically. And so I was like, whoa, I didn't see that coming. Uh, right. Uh, and, and I love that. Um, 
Archer keeps me on my toes. But, you know, as a reader, as a fan of uh, Jeffrey Archer, you sort of come to expect that twist, you know? Right. So I was like, oh, right. something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. Um, <laughs> as for Haruki Murakami, I, I love his fictional writing because it seems so random and it seems so <laughs> and it seems so macam not didorong by story it's didorong by good writing you know being able to describe right. stuff being able to come up with crazy shit and uh mix and match these elements together to make it engaging and make it weird and make it interesting uh, and you know by the end of the story you sort of wonder what the fuck just happened but you were engaged throughout and th- right. and that's why i sort of like haruki murakami and i guess what i try to write is a mixture between haruki murakami and uh jeffrey archer i try to try to write some weird stuff but also try to have some plot twists at the end to make you sort of go, oh, I didn't see that one. Um, and that's my like uh, short story sort of formula. But when it comes to trying to write a novel, like a full-length anything, yeah, I feel like I need a story. I feel like well, if I'm gonna you'd... if I'm gonna invest a year just writing one thing, might as well be a thing that. I really want to get out there, but but and and I feel like I don't have a thing that I want to get out there. But you, you describe her Murakami as somebody who who writes as you who has who writes like a dreamlike sequence where it's just a bunch of random things, not 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 driven by story. Mm. And Jeffrey Archer has a formula where he just puts stuff in there, and then there's a twist at the end. Neither of these are are, are, are are stories. You didn't say that either of these writers are story-driven. Yet you yourself feel like you need a story to have to write. Also, a, a full-length novel is a full-length novel. Lah, but if you have written short stories, you can then... If this, is, if this is what I think. Lah, um, if I was somebody who would pursue writing a full-length novel, uh, how I would go about doing it is write a bunch of stories, short stories. I, I've kind of done that. And uh, and then I would go about writing a novella first, right? Like a sh- like a like a, a series of short stories strung together by either a common theme or a common place or common characters, and then and then once that's done, and if I like it, I'll I'll extend it into a novel. You know, just baby steps. Okay. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sort of makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even kalau novel pun, uh, I've always wanted to make like. Um, Thin novels. I, I I don't know. I have a I have a thing for thin novels. Even though Jeffrey Archer. For you know, what what novels? Thin thin. Which I'm two hundred pages kind of novel. Which I'm. Oh right right right. right. Catcher yeah. in the Rye kind of length, two hundred and fourteen. You know, not not very not a very long read. I don't know. I just I, I'm a fan. Of, I'm a fan of those. Mhm. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and I I imagine if I were to ever attempt to write a novel it'll be something like that it'll be a short novel uh short novel is that a thing it's uh, on the short side basically novella yeah, uh, yeah uh yeah probably yeah 
Mm. Um, I, I I find it a little odd though that people would ask you to come up with a short film. Sebab I see your work and you are much more a writer than you are a visual, you know, visual artist. <laughs> just from just from just from the works that I know you from, lah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't picture you much. Um, okay, setting up a composition and like, uh, like, upper, yeah, but you know, but, what I mean? but that's why you know you need to have a director of photography. I feel like you. You would think, right? Yeah. But film is such where where if you really want to be the 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 the, the brainchild of a thing, you need to know like visually how it's gonna gonna play out, audio audio wise, mm. what kind of soundtrack, what kind of noise is gonna come in, mm. talent wise, who's gonna say what, do what, and mm. your, your story is also of course the the main crux of it. But just because you have a good story doesn't mean you'll be able to tell it properly, right? Film yeah. is a medium after all. Yeah. If you are good at the medium, then whatever story you give. You can be able to make it work. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, uh, when you say that I'm more a writer than a a a, a filmmaker, oh, yeah. What what makes you say that? I mean, what in my writing sort of tips you off in that not way? In, not in your. I don't think it's in your writing. It's just in what kind of stuff that I've seen your work in. Macam when you 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 like rap rap is very dense when you when you nobody who i think this is my opinion like people who like like rap mm. uh, they like the the raps really not the hip hop this the dumb beats the raps really are dense with storytelling and dense with wordplay right so mm. people love words mm. uh, and then uh, you have a blog that you maintain semi regularly so you like the action of writing you teach english which involves telling other people how to write okay. Cre- creative writing yeah creative writing is what you You've done. You 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 you've come up with. Uh, uh, you know. I mean, regardless of how the deal came about, I'm sure you have more to talk about that. But your book, you did have. You have put out a book, work of fiction, and it is a published work. You are yourself a fiction writer. You can say that. So you do. You are a writer. I think before anything else, about if you have, if you were to pursue film. Uh, uh, a lot Then you You would be Macam I would This is just me being a contem- I'm looking at our uh, My contemporaries Right I consider People like you Mat Luffy Nabi uh, Fuad Samad Makaboy You know Marilena Amai Azlan These people are um, I consider my contemporaries In the YouTuber things mm-hmm. And I can see What they're doing And what level they're doing And so they become that Macam Nabil right now He's doing parkour And then he's Uh, he's making all these parody videos because he's a film guy. Yeah. He memang dia belajar meskom and memang his stuff is visually uh, attractive. Even back before, apa, before his early early work on on YouTube stuff that he's deleted since. Yeah. I see the joke the jokes delivered visually and audioly and audioly audio wise and he's very. Uh, uh, he's very that that medium he pegang lah very well and so so by now he has. Release a bunch of good videos, so it makes sense for him to make a short film to me, right? For you, you're a writer, so and so you do come up with a bunch of books. Yes, that makes sense. For me, I am comedy guy, so I I I'm now I've done stand up and I'm now writing for a comedy talk show. So it just makes sense the trajectory of it. If you really, I think, if you really, really film is your your first love is not as rugby. If film really is your first love, <laughs> then <laughs> then uh, then you would have by now pursued a bunch of 
either short films or you would go to a bunch of film stuff. You would talk to Acah Muta a lot on Twitter, <laughs> and and uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. Yeah, that's that's why. So so you're more a writer, which is not wrong. You know what I mean. Nothing, this nothing is this. This is not to say that. Sometime in the future, you may suddenly become, you know, uh, a better filmmaker than you are a writer. Maybe Nabil Fuad suddenly becomes a good, uh, you know, I know musician. Not like I don't know this, but as of right now, the trajectory, the trajectory looks like you'd be more of a writer than you would be a filmmaker. To me, you know mm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for that explanation. That makes sense. Yeah, mm. it makes it makes a sort of sense. Um, um, yeah. Uh, we came into this podcast wanting to talk a little bit about uh, comedy, and uh, we have succeeded in not doing that for forty minutes straight. <laughs> for forty minutes straight, yeah. Yeah. Let's, so, let's so talk a little about. Yeah. So you want to get get down into it? I mean, we. I mean, we we talked about writing a lot. If you care about that. So, no, no, no. Yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, we should probably get to what. Well, we originally okay, intended okay. to talk about. <laughs> okay, okay, right, writing. Just, just, a, just a closing thought on writing. Um, uh, so I, I, I do write. I won't be able to be stopped to to be able to stop writing. One of the the, the owners of the crack house, someone really good, like one of the the seniors of stand up comedy, uh, Riza Van Van Geisel, He he noticed that uh, the way I present comedy is very writerly. Like not that every word I write is perfectly. Delivered on stage, but such that I would come up with premises more than I would create good jokes. So my premises are very writerly, and, and I helped him like like uh, there's a short-lived um, stand-up improv show that I would produce for the Crack House. Uh, so from there is when I where I got the gig of writing comedy for Harriet, and I am a writer. I, I am a writer first, I think, before I am a stand-up comedian, mm. even though I do love stand-up. Mm. And, 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 and I maintain that uh, if you want to write a big thing, start with a lot of small things first. Like I wrote a tiny, tiny three-minute sketches and until I'm able to write full, you know, works lab, full segments, full monologues. So I think that's the thing that people, if you have a large ambition to do something big, just start small first, especially if that big thing is something you want to make. You want to make a full-length film? Okay, make a short film. Make short film films. You want to you want to write a full novel? Write 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 a short story. You wanna you wanna uh, make a rap album? Write some rap songs. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So so start st- start somewhere and and don't worry because you will be bad at it for a long time before you get any good. And that's just the process. That's just the um, process, true. Yeah, that's that's just how you meant to go through things. Yeah, it, um, that sort of reminds me of uh, uh, when I went um, last weekend. I went to a we uh, a comedy show that was happening in Penang at Kim House Cafe. It was called, and uh, a, a a friend of yours, uh, Mr. Prakash. Uh, I had the privilege of uh, talking to him after the show. Yeah. Uh, and I name dropped you, of course. Uh, <laughs> and, Prakash Daniel. Yeah, and I, uh, and he said he, he said that um, you're a writer. He said that he said that I'm always such a good writer, you know. Uh, and and he's helped me with my joke so much because most of what you heard just now was developed on stage, and he sort of helped me so much in 
you know, making my jokes better. So I, I guess I'm relaying that message to you now. No, yeah, yes, Prakash is adorable. Is <laughs> <laughs> he's, 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 if you don't know him, is uh, Prakash Daniel. You can find him on, on on Facebook. Prakash Daniel Photography. He's a photographer as well. The dude has like he has a majestic beard, and uh, yeah, it's 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 fun. I I I do. I think if I'm not wrong, lah. I do I do do this whenever I watch a show, and 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 and, and uh, I've seen a person's act. They do whatever they do. When they come up, when they come when they come off stage. I always have like, guys, okay, listen, this is something you can do. This is this is why the punchline didn't land. And then I'll be like, okay, you say this instead, or instead of say this, you put here. And uh, I just like I just like the work. I just like good jokes. So when somebody does a joke and doesn't quite work on stage, you know, I talk to them afterwards. I think everybody does this. I'm sure to a certain extent. You know what I mean? So I'm kind of I don't know if I'm known for that, but I do that a lot. Uh, other people do that. Other other comics do this for other comics also, lah. And uh, yeah, yeah. So I guess uh, one would have to be in the comedy world to really be able to do that. I mean, me as an audience member, biasa biasa saja. Because say, hey, Prakash, you remember that joke? Didn't really people didn't really respond to. You can do this instead. I I can't say that. I'm not in that kind you, of a you position. Can. You you definitely can, especially with Prakash. <laughs> really. <laughs> No, <laughs> comedians comedians like it to when when they get feedback. So it doesn't matter if you think they're gonna listen to it or they're gonna use it or not. They love yeah you, yeah yeah it's, really it's, do not it's it's, it's kind of like me thinking about um, me teaching a class, and then yeah. and then you know uh, probably exam results aren't all that great. And then a parent tiba-tiba come and give me some pointers who who you know works as. Uh, a non-education field lah Macam oh, how, how about How about you try Teach them like this And I'm like Macam Really you want, you, you want to You want to talk like that To me Yeah I mean I mean it's not It's not A, a pride thing uh, it, no, no, It's just it's, Macam it's, it's It's me trying to Respect the craft Okay Okay I understand that point of it Where you go Wow this person is doing something That I'm not able to do Therefore I may not have Anything constructive to say that they may not have already told themselves. Yeah, right? yeah, Maybe. yeah, yeah. Um, I understand that point of it, but also understand that uh, okay. Also, comedy is is performative and it is for entertainment. And the reason stand-up comedians do this is because we want feedback, whatever kind of feedback. Bad feedback allows us to be better at our entertainment, at, at, our, at our entertaining, and 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 good feedback is just good vibes. That's why we do this to make you laugh, right? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. So, so if you have something to say, just go ahead and say it. Chances are we'll be able to use it, or you know, in any way. There's no way to to lose when you talk to a comedian because we we are the the ones who hang around after the show. <laughs> we we're open to people talking. That's why we hang around often. We just want to hang and see. Maybe the pe- person who are quiet laughers. I'm not sure if they enjoyed it. Maybe they're just smiling a lot. I don't know. Maybe they're bomb. <laughs> and if you, yeah, yeah, yeah. We all we all think about this after the, after the thing. Even if you really enjoyed it, yeah. Some of us will go, man. They laugh at every joke, but do they really like it? Yeah. So so yeah yeah. So you can you can just go just shake hands and go, hey man, I love your show, and that will just that would you know be always a good thing to. It's just you know it's just good vibes, man. You don't have to think about that too much. Yeah, I mean to to tell them that you had a good time and they did a good job. That's that's great and dandy, and you know yeah. good good vibes and everything. But for me to go, uh, hey Prakash, you know you know that joke, 
didn't really work. <laughs> you know, you can try this instead. You know, I'm I'm just an English school teacher. Uh, and I'm trying to tell you about your craft that you've been honing for years and years. <laughs> you know? Okay, I, 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 yeah, it's 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 fine to have that in your head also. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I would always just do it because I even before like before I was good, I think. Yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> no, before, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, if you're a comedy person and you know what's up, you know, you know, you know, insider knowledge. I mean, you you're trying to achieve the same things. Then, yes, then that's okay. I mean, that sort of that's your in to to be yeah, able yeah. to have that kind of talk. But I, I I don't feel like I'm in that same uh, position. Even though you know I'm a I'm a I'm on a quote unquote comedy podcast where I am not I'm not a comedian. <laughs> um, that's fine. Uh yeah. Anyway, let's move away from this topic and go to uh, the one that you wanted to talk about and the one that we said we wanted to talk about seven <laughs> minutes ago. Right. Okay. So. Uh, okay. Right. 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 Uh. uh but, but, uh, all right. So. So. Stand-up comedy. Right. Um. The thing about stand-up is. Um. It's not. It's. I. Uh. Right. Um. I wanted to talk about. Wait, do we want to talk about Persona or the other thing? Yeah, we want to talk about Persona. Oh, okay. All right, fine. So, um, yes, stand-up comedy is performative. It's one person going up on stage and is doing comedy by themselves uh, in front of a microphone. Right? Uh, and you do jokes. Right. That's it. Try to make right. people laugh. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah true. Uh, there's also a bunch of other things that are involved in... in uh, uh, in doing stand-up, you know, set-up, set up, punchline, delivery, uh, whatever. So one point that I want to talk about is persona. What is persona? So, um, persona is when you go on stage and what you present yourself as. A lot of people think comedy is just a bunch of jokes, and that's partly it. Um, but there's also this thing where um, your jokes will be perceived as... as um, your jokes will be perceived as partly how your jokes will be received. Perceived, pula, will be received is how you present uh, yourself on stage. I'll give you an example. Um, whenever uh, we have this comedian called uh, Sim Tong, okay, he is uh, he's a Chinese dude who is an older gentleman. He's about in his he's like in his forties or like late forties. He looks like. Uh, he has grey hair He looks like a typical Chinese uncle Tao. Uh, was he there at the Kim House thing? No, right? He wasn't No, 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 okay So, I don't think so So, he's an uh, old Chinese guy A uh, skinny dude He goes on stage And he tells the filthiest jokes And he doesn't even do any like funny noises He just talks normally But he'll talk about the most disgusting stuff And it's doubly funny Because it comes out from this old Chinese man's and he looks like just a guy who's who's hanging around, you know, doing your accounts or whatever. <laughs> so that yeah, yeah. So because you know, he's just imagine just this just, just uh, you know, slightly wrinkled but very experienced, you know, uncle who's just from the office, pakai baju blah blah and go on stage and first thing he says is, So how the fuck are you guys? And it's it's always a great opener because you don't see it coming from Yeah, uh, from from, from, from that, what that, you that, see. That, 
in front of your you eyes. See. Yeah. Yeah. So so when I say that, you guys, when I say how for you guys, you go, uh, whatever, because you know, because I don't bring the persona with me. Now that that part of it is is a huge part of stand up. Um, how you present yourself. So, uh, people don't. People often. Uh, uh, this is what this is one of the uh, the, the 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 things that usually first timers don't get. Uh, immediately, what I mean, what I mean, don't get is they don't. Persona takes a while to 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 develop. Mm-hmm. You can come on, you can come on stage and have a bunch of jokes ready, tell a bunch of jokes and and get laughs and do really well. Okay. But but your persona takes some time to develop because you don't know how other people see you on stage really. Mm. Yeah, and that's uh, that's something that 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 you just have to learn in time. And but uh, that that's one. But also it's something you uh, much um. You need to know and you need to use it to your advantage. Mm. Um, yeah. So I'll uh, give another example. Um, it takes me a while to learn that I look like 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 I look like I smoke weed a lot. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that that's how I look like. Oh, you don't. Ah, see, people are very surprised. I don't. I've no. been like this my whole my whole life. You know, so there's I, no way for me. To, yeah. I would think that people would tell you that. Some people would, right? Some people would, uh, you know, offer you a joint and be like, and you'd you'd probably say no, and they'd be like, huh, huh. <laughs> yeah, but I don't. But but they do that all anyway, all the time. There's um, no relative, you know. There's no. I have no relation to people who don't get that done to them. So I have no idea. Uh, but but I go on stage. I go off stage. What was that? And then people describe me, and all the comics are telling me, okay, blah blah blah. blah. I'm like, oh right, I look like I'm drugged out. Okay, so now that I know that, I change how I deliver my jokes. I change my my subject, but the subject matter of my jokes and how I how I present stuff. Huh. So how yeah. is it more weed related or even less weed related? <laughs> I have to I I have to call attention to it. You have to address it, lah. Yes. So ah. like you you yeah you cannot go on stage and well not that you cannot but. It's it's better if you do, but it, it'll be weird if you go on stage with like say you go on stage and you have only have one leg, right? Okay. You go on stage, yeah. You go on stage and then you just tell jokes about your family. Ah, and then that's it. Then that's right. It. It's like yeah, it's yeah, like what's what's with the leg? You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, the elephant in the room. Yeah. So everybody has that bit of about them. Uh, uh, that 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 bit on them. Whenever you see somebody, there is. Uh, there is this perception you have already built in into you about that person. Mm. Oh, think think about a person in your life that you know, and they walk into a room. You have your own opinions of who they are, but they very very for, very possibly don't know how they are perceived. Mm. This is especially on stage when everything is magnified. Whenever you're on a stage, you are there for a reason, right? Everybody goes, okay, what is this guy's deal? Yeah. Uh, and you have to explain yourself immediately before the, you can move on to what you really want to talk to them about. Mm. So this is, this is Prasanna. Um, you have been watching a bunch of uh, stand-up as well, right? You were saying that you watch uh, Jimmy Carr. Yeah, right? I just watched a Netflix special of Jimmy Carr. I just watched uh, the Notorious by Russell Peters. Mm-hmm. And uh, that uh, stand-up show uh, at Kim oh, House right, right, in, in Penang. Yeah, yeah. Yep. No, so, yeah. Yeah, so it's fresh yeah. within my immediate uh, memory. 
Right, so Jimmy Carr's uh, Funny Business and Recipes of Notorious, you both can you can catch them both uh, on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And Prakash is a, lo- is a local comedian, you catch him on uh, One Mic Stand on Tuesdays at PJ Live Arts. Yeah, with Bla- so, Brian. Yep, with, Bla- <laughs> with Brian Tan. Uh, so, uh, uh, Prakash would say on stage, one of the first things he would say is introduce himself. And then he would talk about the beard. Yeah, yeah, he did. Right? He did. The talk first about thing he says, yeah, yeah, because because that is a distinguishing feature of him, and uh, he will he will he will he will tell you about that. And Prakash's persona is is a goofy Indian dude, mm. so he will re- he will do the whole I'm an Indian jokes and this is my perspective, and he will talk about why Indian people are like this or blah blah blah. blah. This is so you understand who he is and where he comes from, and so all his jokes are framed from there. Whenever he says something, it's from the perspective of an Indian guy, a goofy Indian guy with a beard who's trying to, who's trying to make you laugh. So that has to be established first. It's one of the first things he will, he will say on stage. If he doesn't say that early on, then, uh, then you don't get rapport. You don't get a, you don't get a good handle on, on how your jokes will be received. Um, so, yeah. I, I, re- right, you, you. I remember this one stand-up comedian in, uh, in Britain. He comes up uh, to the mic and for a good five to seven minutes, he'd speak in a Nigerian accent. He's a black guy. He, I guess he has Nigerian roots. So he'd talk in a Nigerian accent. I wish I could do a Nigerian accent, but imagine. Use your imagination. Um, and then, like, how, how we, after he finishes like his uh, Nigerian accent sort of material... And going through that as if he were a real born and bred Nigerian who emigrated to Britain like six months ago, probably. Uh, and then tiba tiba, he talked in such an English accent, <laughs> revealing, yeah. revealing that he's, uh, he's, you know, he was born and bred in England his whole life, sebenarnya. And, and, and he just used that Nigerian accent to just uh, fuck around lah. To say, ha, yeah. ah, you actually thought that I was actually a Nigerian kind of thing. Yeah. So, so, I, I, so I guess that's the way you sort of fuck around with people's uh, perception of you lah, i.e. Yeah, people's, your persona. Yeah, people's, yeah, people's uh, uh, what is it? Uh, preconceived notions of who you are. Preconceived yeah. notions, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the first, course, yeah, first yeah. impressions of who you are. Mm-hmm. You can, of course, craft. Uh, uh, you can craft your material around that. For example, Jimmy Carr has really filthy material, right? Yeah. And part part of what it works is because he dresses so nicely and yeah. has really good in a suit uh, and t- know, he, uh, suit and everything. And yeah, nice suit and his hair is nice. Yeah, and he goes on stage and talks about filthy stuff. It's funnier because you're not supposed to hear that from somebody who's so well dressed. Yeah, <laughs> right. You don't expect dirty material from a clean comic, from, from a person who looks clean. Is, is what I mean. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> from yeah. from a person who looks like they would uh, be your waiter for the evening. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. Yes. Right, a lot of uh, persona, uh, persona things you may notice. Like if you like, let's say, uh, oh, Reza, Reza Mubin is another local guy. He uses it to great effect. He always wears the 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 black leather getup. Oh, okay. And the uh, and the frizzy hair. He keeps that. 
because he has material, but his material is super smart. That's why it's also doubly funny. You see this guy, he's probably going to talk about, you know, being a biker or like talk shit or whatever. But his sentences are so well constructed and the jokes are so well done that you go, wow, this guy's great. Because he looks like a legit Marupi is trying to rob you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but then he does all these clean jokes. There's one line I've never heard him say on stage, but I just heard this line from, from one of the comics, I'm like, wow, Reza is, is some other level. The line is this, okay? <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know, I don't... What? I'm ready. <laughs> okay, so the line is this, guys. Saya, saya orang kurus. Yeah? Jadi, pendapat saya orang tak ambil berat. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best! It's like, wow! Oh so, my. it's so... Yes! And this is one sliver of like a whole five minute set. This guy is oh. some, you know, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. And his him saying that if you if he wears a suit and he has nice skin hair, and he says that you go, okay, you're a nerd. Of course, you come up with this literary type stuff. No. But he comes to yeah, he comes to the club like moto, and <laughs> takes out his yeah, takes out his helmet, hair, much of like a crazy person, and smokes uh, outside, and then pakai this tight leather stuff, black stuff, mm. and then goes on stage mm. and does all this whip whip smart wordplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is uh, it's part of his persona. Um, uh. Uh, so. Yeah, this might be things that, that things that this this is other things that affect the quality of of not the quality, the effect of how you receive jokes that you may not understand if you don't do comedy. So, uh, so, yeah, so 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 as 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 a as a person who watches comedy or consumes comedy, uh understanding how persona works sort of uh, allows you to understand what the comedian is trying to do on a deeper level than that. Well, it, 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 it makes you understand the jokes better sometimes. Mm. Like, when they are saying something, you need to know that they are saying something as somebody. Mm. You know what I mean? Here's, here's another joke that is not really persona-based, but, <clears throat> but uh, the joke works because of who's, who is telling the joke. Okay. okay. So this is, okay. So this is a guy, I forget which part of the UK he's from. Uh, he's English. Uh, burly guy. Um, and he says this, with this line he will say quickly in between other jokes, he would say, Well, you know, they didn't have sex change operations when I was a little girl. He will say that, in, yeah, in the, middle, in the middle of a rant about the, the modern, you know, the modernity, complaining yeah, about smartphones. Back in my whatever. day kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so like, whoa, wait a minute, that's so good. <laughs> so yeah, if you're if you're a girl, you have to switch it around. That, that joke. Yeah. So so this, so this is how uh, how how persona uh, uh, is important to how a joke is accepted or received. Yeah, and how uh, a comedian can use that persona to to craft their jokes. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Um, uh, a lot of newbies. This is not a mistake that newbies make, lah. This is just how. This is how everybody has to go through the process. When you're a newbie, mm. you go on stage. You don't really know how how you're perceived. You mm. do your jokes, and mm. th- and then you go and you talk to other comics, mm. and you try to see who you are, what's going on, what what works, what doesn't. Yeah. Uh, Re- what, what what? Yeah. Recording yourself would probably help too, right? Yeah, it helps if you know how to assess yourself. Mm. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So. 
like I I I had to learn I think like what, a couple of weeks into into myself doing I think first month baru I found out that oh right I look like a like a drugged out dude and then at the first and and I I I I use my opener to address that and once I do that then everything else then then all my other jokes are better received uh. it's, 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 yeah they go oh right okay ha ah, he knows this as, as well okay great <laughs> let's let's hear what he has to say okay you know I mean? all right it's an icebreaker lah of sort yeah because you do you are really building a rapport to again uh, how comedy is a, a way to break down barriers to bring people mm. to the same level as you are mm. so 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 to start off you need to level with people and then you bring them to to whatever places you want to take them lah How did yeah. how how did you how did you learn about your persona? Did somebody tell you about it, or did you come about it yourself? Uh, somebody told me. Riza told me. Riza, one of the owners of Crack House, mm-hmm. was telling me, "Yo, you you look like a drugged out dude. Did you know that? Do you smoke weed?" He's like, "No, I st- no. Do you do you do smoke anything?" I'm like, "No, I don't. What pills? No, nothing. I don't do any <laughs> drugs." And and he was just perplexed. He was, well, you, and so that's when I understood that. Oh right, you don't ask this about anybody else. Is this something I need to address? And then yeah, so that's when I do the whole weird. This is why the, I I I play with my hair a lot so that I look like, I tease it so it looks dumb. I mean it's already stupid the hair, so I just, I don't need to do much work there. Okay. So I just have yeah have that. I make sure uh, I I don't happen. Uh, I make sure I address the whole drugged out thing or how I look. Immediately, like one of the one of my openers would be like, um, "Hey guys, I look a little tired, uh, but that's because I'm jet lagged. I was born overseas, <laughs> and that's <laughs> so. So I do that. So I do that, and then oh, okay, they they get it, and then I'll I'll do my other stuff. Okay. So yeah, yeah. So so at least I dress how I look, and then okay, good. Go, we can go forward. Uh, persona, of course, isn't just how you look. It's also how you present yourself. Macam, right. yeah, macam. Uh, if you have a thick accent, you have to explain the accent. Maybe you might have to. Mm. You know, uh, mm. if you are clearly uh, Japanese or clearly somebody from somewhere, you have to say lah. Then, then, then. Oh, okay. This person, you because then, yeah. Again, it just helps the whole comedy breaking down barriers. You tell a joke to build rapport with strangers anyway, right? In real life. Yep. Okay, so you open up with a joke about yourself, be a little self-deprecating, and then start with your, with your comedy. That is, uh, mm. that is, that is persona, guys. If you're taking notes, a. You're very studious. You will get a one for this class. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We were talking about how persona also affects rap. Oh yeah, how? Yeah, you you all you you okay? I know you you sound very curious, but you do know this kind of right. Uh, um. Uh, yeah, I. I've never used that word in in terms of rap. Uh, yeah. I yeah because I've I've. I I have a small bit of theater background, like very very small, very very limited knowledge of theater, but. Uh, uh-huh. Basically, what I know about persona is what I learned from theater, and mm-hmm. y- y- you know, is it- putting on a character or, or trying to act lah, basically, or-, uh-huh. or trying to put on a facade. Uh, but 
I've never really thought about it in terms of rap. I've never really thought about or really given any serious consideration as to how I look on stage. I, I I've always thought, you know, you know, I'm just gonna get on the mic wearing what I am comfortable wearing and mm-hmm. you know uh, reciting what I have written and that's about it I've never thought about addressing the way I look in what I say well persona is not just how you look of yeah, course it's yeah. who you who's, who you, it's who you are mm. it's really more who you are the, the persona mm. so how you look is part of it um, but also how, how you sound and and who who you are like it builds up to who you are let's say um uh, let's go back to the the comedy example jimmy carr who he is he's he is a, he is an ass yeah you have to understand that he's a bad guy you're not supposed to agree with every with anything he says yeah because he's lecherous he's inconsiderate and he does he's he's he doesn't like you sometimes yeah yeah right yeah. that is his persona on stage so when he does a joke, you're not supposed to agree with him. So that's who he is, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, uh, Prakash is a goofball. He wants to be your friend. Everything he says is because he, he wants to include you in on the joke, right? And sometimes he's just he's slightly complaining on how hard it is to be an Indian also. It's hard. It's hard. He'll say that a lot. Yeah. As, a, yeah, as, a trajectory, as an interjection, sorry. So, so that's who he is. In 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 uh for 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 me I I I'm 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 I look uh drugged out and when I tell you a joke it's it's the things that I think of when I'm high like I'm supposed to be a little high and so that's the persona right so that's mm-hmm. why I say certain things my turns of phrases are weird I don't finish my sentences oh. I trail off I'm, okay. and my punchline yeah my punchline is kind of kind of. Like I drop it instead of I go instead of set up set up set up punchline I go set up set up set up punchline punchline so <laughs> like okay yeah so so I do that so they go oh whoa whoa they have to find it because I'm not I'm not coherent I mumble so mm. that's that's my persona mm. right so when um uh so in rap right people I think uh, uh knowing who the rapper is is an important part of enjoying the rap. Uh, like This is like So on the nose With Eminem But his first breakout hit Was called My name is And yep. in that one Yeah He explains who he is Yeah, yeah. Uh, He explains yeah. who Slim Shady is Yeah Who is who, who yeah, yeah, Yes of course Who Slim Shady is Yes is A lot of his, Yeah can uh, Who else First breakout hit That explains themselves Kanye West Through the wire he talks about he talks about um, the accident and uh, yep. trying to you know struggles. Yeah, and he puts it in the beat as well because he's Kanye. He just put the explaining in the beat where he sped up the soul sample and blah blah blah. Uh, who else? Breakout hit. Um, who? What is what is Kendrick's one? Was the not not the Good Kid, Man City, but the Section Eighty song? Is there like a thing that he does? That was uh, in, uh, ADHD, right? Really. My, I think no? his first like real big song was uh, Swimming Pools. Yeah, okay. So Swimming Pools, he, 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 in his verses, he's being uh, macam, telling you an advisory story. Yep. Ken. Yep. And in his chorus, he's the opposite. He's, he's, the, he's the other voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the, yeah, he's the other voice, right? He's the second voice. 
Yeah, so he tells a full story, and that's how his album is like. He took takes on all these different voices. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. To give you a complete complete story of his message. That's how Kendrick is like in one song. So this is how uh, uh, persona is established. Uh, in a more sim- in more sim- in 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 way simpler terms, uh, when rapper goes. Uh, 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 Chicago stand up. All right, this guy's from Chicago. Mm. I already have rapport with this guy. If I know, if I'm from Chicago, or if I'm blah blah blah, blah right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is yeah. This is why people say Cartello, hello. All right, okay. This guy knows Joe Flizzo, or he is Joe Flizzo. He is Joe Flizzo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. And then and then you go, okay, great. I know what to expect here yeah. because a lot of rap is uh, in jokes and references. True. So if the if the audience is not in the in group. You have to invite them in, or you have to signal who you are, so that they know whether to keep on listening or whether to switch to another song. Ah, okay. That the rap is important for that because rap by itself, you just listen to a rap acapella and you don't know what's going, what he's talking about. You go, okay, what is this? This is a, a lot of the barriers of entry into rap, I think, uh, where people listen to rap just by just by the rap, just listening to the lyrics and going, what is he talking about? Mm. Yeah, because you're not because you're not part of the group. I'm not from Compton. I don't have any any what what people are telling people are shooting me in the streets. No, they don't. But yeah, then yeah, you understand yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I can. So, but when you understand that, oh wait, this rapper is is black. He lives in Compton, and he he is this age, and he's he's around this kind of environment. Yeah. Then when you yeah when you listen to the rap, you go, oh right, this is what he means. Now you're in the in group. So the persona needs to be communicated, uh, uh, either early on or you know. Uh, uh, somewhere in the, in in the song, such that the audience can go, ah, this is who I'm listening to in both comedy and rap. Ah, this is who I'm listening to. Okay, I'll pay attention now. Now that I now that we understand each other, it's like that. We're not not each other like, Now that I understand you, I can listen to you. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's uh, that's some heavy stuff, man. I mean, as especially as a a person who tries to rap. It's it's sort of made it's making me think about you know how do I how do I communicate to people that how do I communicate to people what I'm about and yeah that that's uh, that's a thing yeah it's something I've never thought about it's just it's always been you know what's on my mind right now let's get it on a page the you know that's it basically I never really thought about yeah that that's part of it that's a big part of it. I guess. Yeah. Like, um, here's, here's, here's another introductory song that I like. Do you know Bobby Schmurder's... Uh, I do not. Uh, break up? Okay, Bobby Schmurder is hot and word. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, that's his song. So his first song, I think it's only hit because he made that single. It became an like, underground hit on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then because the lyrics have him confessing to murder, he's now in jail. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but that song tells you everything about Bobby Schmurder. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, right, you're a murderer. Okay. He's a murderer. So, but also, <laughs> but also, when you hear it, you go, oh, right, he's just, he murders you on the mic, but then he gets into specifics. All oh, right, okay. But that's his breakout song, so you know who he is. Nobody knows who Bobby Schmurder is aside from the song, but when, he said, but, but when you listen to the song, you go, all oh, right, this is who the guy is. 
Ah. So yeah, this, person, this is this is persona. This is a lot of the thing where people where people's criticism of comedy is short sendiri. This is the Malay criticism can short sendiri because you are not in the in group. You don't understand what this person is trying to tell you. Ah. So you, so so you immediately so you immediately label this person short sendiri. Why is he keep on telling telling what he thinks are jokes when I don't understand? But how uh, you are not invited into the in group or you don't understand the in group. That's why you don't you don't get it. It's not that the comedy is bad. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh. Brings a whole new dimension to reading comedy and also uh, reading my own writing. <laughs> yes, I hope uh, we we've learned something today. Definitely have. Thank you, yeah. Chief. All. <laughs> now, I mean, I'm also learning something today about you know how long we can go uh, on on the podcast before, <laughs> before. Like, I think people are okay with with our plus thing so long as it's good and we market it well. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. and as long right. as long as we include a lot of stupid shit. A lot of what? A lot of stupid stuff. A lot of stupid. I hope there's enough stupid stuff uh, on this one for <laughs> for our listeners. Mm. And uh, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, listeners. You got yeah. it. You got any plugs? I feel like the previous plugs that we did are always macam telaja time wise. So I'm just gonna do go do the whole weekly, regular weekly ones, which is Tuesday nights at PJLA is one mic stand with Prakash and Brian. Wednesday nights at the Crack House Tamantun is open mic nights. Rahim Kajai and uh, Thursday nights at the Crack House Tamantun as well it's Rojak night at the at the Crack House uh, Friday and Saturday night also at the Crack House are the head, international headliner nights so yeah comedy from Tuesday nights all the way to Saturday nights do not miss out if you are in PJ slash KL join the comedy scene check out the underground scene find out all the new talents and get to know them before they were cool. And and talk to them about their personas, man. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not about their personas. Just talk about, about their jokes. Ask them about their personas. Because once they're off stage, they're no longer wearing the persona. Nah, they're no longer the persona. <laughs> yeah, but you know, just don't be, it just fine. Just talk to comedians, man. It's fine. We're cool. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, cool. You, yeah, cool. Do you have any bugs, man? I don't. I, I I never do. It's always tiga anggun, tiga dedikasi, dua effective. If you're listening to this and you understand, and you actually understood all the things that we were talking about, I am proud of you. I feel like I've done my job for once. Educating <laughs> yourselves in uh, yourself in uh, the language of English, uh, but I don't have that kind of confidence in my ability to teach so yeah so yeah i'm i'm good <laughs> okay right yeah let's wrap it up like actually rap oh, <laughs> oh wait <laughs> i feel like it's so odd to just freestyle acapella you know what i mean <laughs> yeah you want, I mean, like, you want me to provide a beat for you <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how well 
received the last one was. So I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm skittish of trying to do a freestyle again with the rapping thing. Wait, I, I, did, I did most of the rapping last time. Why don't you do the rap up this time? Yeah, you should oh, do Oh, goodness gracious. Did you not hear the Buah Mulut podcast episode where I talked about yes. the freestyling? Yes. Yes, no, you started, you talked about rap battles. <laughs> I talked about rap battles and I talked about yeah. me not being able to freestyle to save my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now we, we do this so we can save your life. In uh, the event, yeah. in the zombie apocalypse, where yeah. whoever the bad guy character is going, yo, I'm going to kill you unless when I drop this beat, yeah. you, you, you give me some bars, son. You allow me some son. rhymes. Let me enjoy yeah. some of your bars. Right. Uh, yeah. Am I doing yeah. it a cappella? Yo, um, I don't know if how we can provide a beat here. I'm not <laughs> sure how the setup should be like. If, 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 if we're gonna give you a beat. Kay, do, uh, what do I do? Do I do a beatbox thing? Okay, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna beatbox. Really? Yeah. Okay. A super simple one, right? All right. So just to wrap up the entire episode, uh, yeah. and and give give something to close the show off with. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Ah, yeah, your boy, Adwa. This is the end of this one episode. I hope you had a good time on this episode. I don't think it was a real great one, but I had a good time. I learned from the mosaic one. That was a bad rhyme. I'm gonna try another time to make something better from all my whack rhymes. Uh, another sock uh, is on my face, and I don't know if I'm out of place in a place where all the fantasies collide with all my, you know, giggies and goosies. This bilingual rhyme now, and I guess I have to go by and chow by. <laughs> all right. Um. Good luck syncing the beats together with your raps later <laughs> when you edit this. And <laughs> that that's gonna be that's gonna be my cue. That's that's the yeah, that's the thing. That's, so I'm gonna sync gonna sync that, and everything, and else, everything else should fall in place. Together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Exclusive uh, Anwar D freestyle, ladies and gentlemen. Um, that's that's it. That's the end of the show. Thank you for listening, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Ah, <laughs> oh, love each other. Bye now. <laughs>